When you hear that sound, you know what time it is. It's River Valley Co-op Table Talk with your hosts, Matt Van Sloten and Travis Sullivan. Woo! <laughs> Matt, welcome back. Woo! It's good to be back. It is. Hey, two podcasts in two months, not too shabby, right? Uh, yeah, we're, we're on a roll here. Watch out, world. We might get this thing going yet. Coming to you live again. Well, I suppose it's not live at this point. But no, sorry. From our very own basement studio in Eldridge, right? Again. Two podcasts in a row in our basement not the, studio. It's, not, it's nothing other than the table set up in the basement. So. Um, we're, I've talked to our management, and we are getting a light-up on-air screen soon. Down Holy here, so. cows. Moving yeah. up. Moving, Moving on up. In the world. I Moving mean, on up. A couple of the bulbs are burnt out of it. They did get it out of garage sale, but okay. hey, all right, that works from that standpoint. Cool. So, Travis, my good man, Harvest has been busy clinking away. Summer in some areas, actually, probably even finishing up and everything else. So, and I tell you what, it's just nuts to me how how far along we've uh, we've progressed already. So, oh goodness, these are good. That's a good thing. That's an awesome thing. If anything else, so now. Now, probably the bigger side, I, and I'm more curious about, and I don't, I don't get to see this quite as much until all the harvest is done. I start seeing some data, but man, Travis, we'd love to see once what happened this year. How are our hybrids looking out there? Man, I tell you what, um, and hey, I'm just going to be honest with everyone. A lot, everything, we appreciate everything that. has looked really good, right? So, um, but there has been some real hybrids that have shined this year. Um, you know. Our, one of our signature products has been DeKalb 5982, 109-day corn. And, man, did it handle every situation well. I mean, it just was phenomenal early out of the ground. It just had a really good growing season. Um, disease was strong, you know, really good disease-wise. Oh, yeah, uh, which yeah, we had a lot of this year. We yeah, had a lot of stresses on that. Absolutely. I mean, tar spot showed up in everything late, right? Uh, if we put a fungicide on it, man, it did seem to help carry that through our grain fill period. Um, but 5982 has just been consistent everywhere I've seen it. That's that's what I really look for in a hybrid is just consistency um, where it, we place it. Is that a new one this year? Has that been so out? That's been, so this was our second year second out year. Awesome. Um, last, this last growing season. So this will be the third year. Um, it's going to be another huge one for us. I, you know, To me, it's the, it's probably the top 109-day corn in the industry. So um, looks to be yielding very well. Corn on corn was down a little bit um, yield-wise mm-hmm. compared to the corn on beans this year especially. But um, something we kind of expected to see also. Which uh, which might be really a little the little drier conditions we've yeah. had probably fought fought against that corn on corn situation tends Absolutely. to see it. Other one, you know, DeKalb sixty three ninety ninety one, the smart stacks and double pro, um, where we fed the groceries to it, where we kept it on some uh well drained but not sand, um, and it uh didn't run out of juice. Man, it looked phenomenal. Now it it is one we gotta keep off that light ground, right? Where where we got it misplaced and, and put on some lighter soil I uh, just didn't have the juice to finish out the year and, and started to cannibalize the stock. And this was just not a year for, for stocks to be cannibalized. You know, I mean, everything was starting to cannibalize hard. So you really noticed that there was one that didn't uh, didn't stand up in those soil types. So Well, and you said it too. you got to feed it the groceries. Make sure that that's one that you kind of manage maybe with a little bit mm-hmm. extra stuff out there, if anything else, and it should reward you. Yeah. And the other two, I mean, you know, I, we don't just sell DeKalb. So uh, Bravant 08C92. Um, man, the stay green on that one, the, um, the very, the handling, the variability of soils, handling some really, uh, wet conditions down in our Southern area. 
um, and then handling, you know, obviously the drier conditions we saw in a lot of places. And that thing is still green. It was one of our wetter corns, which, you know, there wasn't a lot of wet corn this year. Right. Um, so stay green on it and the yield on it. It just was very impressive to me, second year using it. Um, and then 5370 cropland. Man, that one. Oh, I've heard some buzz on that one. It's, it's been around probably six, seven years now, and it just is consistently towards the top of our of our overall package and lineup. It just it doesn't – we haven't found the hole in that one yet, which is, you know, that starts to concern me a little Correct. bit. We haven't Correct. found the hole in it yet. But, uh, man, it just – standability, stock quality late, um, handled tar spot well, grain quality was great, kernel depth awesome. Um, good dry down, good standability in, at harvest time, and, and yield was phenomenal. So, I mean, if, if you're going to pick on four hybrids in our lineup, that that'd be kind of the four that I'm I'm really focusing on. Um, we did bring on another another brand. What? Um, yeah. So we're going to um, broaden our genetic portfolio even more um, in our agrigold products. So, and there has been some impressive yields coming um, coming from that side of things too. That. Uh, that we'll definitely get into a little more in season also just uh, another thing to another tool in our toolbox to really um, diversify us you know on a genetic standpoint so awesome so we'll, we'll see some good things out of that and everything else um and so, don't forget our soybeans well you know, i right? was just I mean, gonna I, ask I, I was gonna ask corn I mean, is we, king we get that we but, get that yeah but, I, I do but, but holy cow you know this area just in our in our whole geography um these are probably some of the best soybeans we have grown in the last 10, 15 years, if you ask a lot of guys. Now, now, Travis, I've heard some numbers. Some people are saying some really good numbers. I mean, like, oh, man, 80-plus mm-hmm. good numbers. But I've also heard some, like, 40 numbers. Yeah. So uh, are we seeing a little bit of that moisture, droughty kind of stress? Is that probably a bigger player maybe on some yeah, of that? Yeah, I think, I think that's something to do with it. I think there was some sudden death syndrome that creeped into some fields. That oh, we no. didn't. Uh, yeah, that maybe we didn't uh, – anticipate as much but you know the good thing is i would say is the 40s are very um very small cases and the 80s are there's a lot of cases of 70s to 80s and a lot of cases of 60 65 where we normally get 50 55 so um really i've just been really impressed to be honest I, i i'm a little confused on where the bean yields have come from because we didn't get a lot of august rains right but well and i think that's kind of the general consensus i've had i've had a couple of growers that have said that um and maybe a little bit on corn as well as, as well with the beans more so the beans of man these yields are coming on fields that really don't deserve them mm-hmm. it's it's pretty shocking and i think you know i here's my theory i think it's it's two parts um we didn't have the moisture stress that we've had on these some of these fields in the past too right so um, in eastern Iowa, we, we got a fair amount of fields that got a, a fair amount of clay in it. Um, tend to hold water and um, get those beans get wet feet in a normal year. We just didn't really have that, you know. We had timely rains in some areas. We had um, below adequate rainfall in a lot of areas. But um, beans, you know, can they, they kind of thrive on stress. And uh, uh, my other thought on it, too, was, hey, you know, what we also didn't have with the rain is we didn't have a lot of cloudy days. So beans are all based on light sensitivity, light light days right how many hours of light so uh if we got that many more hours of light by july and uh early august then maybe some of those late july early august rains um actually did for us what a typical late august rain would do so uh, but been really impressive uh you know asgrow 27 xf1s uh 35 xf1s 
um, have really shined. Our uh, Bravant 289 um, Enlist Bean has been a really solid package. Our Cropland Wind Packs, you know, those defensive and offensive bean together, that our 2520s have been a really solid package. So just all around the board, I mean, just seeing some really excellent yields from beans. Well, that's awesome, you know. And obviously, beans you got you got you got to fight a little bit. We'll say through um, more of your chem resistance of what you're mm-hmm. going to have if you have uh, extend flex and or if you're doing enlist or so. But hopefully, yeah, we're looking at hopefully a fairly good uh, selection of those genetics that we can we can get out in your field. So, but there's one thing I kind of want to wrap all back up here a little bit, Travis. Is I want to kind of jump back to corn since corn is that king mm-hmm. or so. Um, we, we've heard a little bit of scuttle and some kind of concerns that we've had some standability issues out there. And, you know, probably maybe what we had seen or not seen last year or really attributed because we had the derecho come through mm-hmm. and about everything went flat and all those kind of pieces. But I'm hearing some scuttle, hearing some noise. We're having some standability things. What's going on out there? Yeah, you know, so some of it is that uh, late cannibalization. But, man, did we ever see – rootworm be an issue this year oh it's back um, it is and you know i think we kind of had blinders on last year myself included um, because there was just so much destruction and down corn um you'd walk into a field and you'd see rootworm beetles flying all over the place but honestly the corn was flat on the ground from a 120 mile an hour windstorm so you, yeah. you didn't really focus on it and that's and that's our fault um for not for not making that more of a case but uh Man, we have seen a lot of western rootworm beetles out this year. Um, I think we just had a perfect storm of it. Uh, the winter was we didn't we got snow cover before we had a real hard hard frost. Um, those beetles burrowed down into the soil farther because there wasn't the moisture that far. They'll they'll burrow down to lay their eggs in moisture, so they were burrowing down four or five feet. Um, you know, and then so we got later mergers, and then um, you know, and and let's be honest, uh, you know we get that much of a population and traits start to start to fail i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily even call it failing it's just well, there's so much population there that correct. there's only so much it can and, and i always got to say and it's always a i got to tell myself they have to bite on the root to mm-hmm. actually get we'll say the 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 trait into them or have yep. it work work against them so it's not just magically an aura that exists around those roots and they won't even get to it i mean there actually right. have to be a little bit of physical damage and you get so many of them little yeah. bites add up to a big big crunch that's right so you know and, and that kind of brings us to our point too is what we have coming that's really exciting is oh that, i'm on, on the stacks pro so what? yeah right so um very limited availability this oh. first year unfortunately but that's um right. for 2022 gonna be a big gonna be a big piece there and uh, so that's uh, the um, RNAI technology. So, um, that's sounds coming. fancy. Yeah, it is. So, th- you know, it it's a complicated thing, but really, we can simplify it by what I call. Oh, it is, I love this. Know, simplify it for math. Simplify. Uh, you know, you always hear the term "don't kill the messenger." Well, SmartStacks Pro kills the messenger. What? So you basically have this this DNA that when a uh, just well, I'll do a quick version of it uh, when the trait is placed into a hybrid um the smart stacks trait is placed into a hybrid it's meant to you know the insect got a bite and killed it to to kill it well um what this rnai technology does is it basically there's a messenger that that um that rootworm larva or that rootworm has um that'll 
transfer something in their DNA to say, hey, I don't like this, save me. And that's how we start to build resistance, right? Your D their DNA um, splits apart, puts that message in there to say, hey, save me from, from killing me, right? Right. Well, what the RNAi technology is doing is basically it's, it's blocking that message in the insect to say, hey, nope, you know, you're not going to get that message to save you. This trait is going to kill you. So um, that's just a very simplified version of it. But, um, you know, we've hey, already seen I, really good results from it in some, in some plot and some trial data. We've seen, you know, 20 to 30 bushel over smart stacks over our Chrome products, um, Duracade products. So there's, there's some real advantage there. Awesome. Well, that's the, hey, thank you for the simplistic um, explanation there. I got I that. Keep it simple for you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Matt can understand does. it. Anyone can understand it. Yeah, for the most part. Kind of. Yeah, but <laughs> no, uh, it sounds so at least there's there's something that's out there, you know, obviously a little limited relaunch that's going to come in here. But, you know, obviously we can still use the traits that are still existing out there. We may mm -hmm. just have to change our strategy a little bit, maybe maybe have to go back to using that, that insecticide along with it, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So my my number one suggestion has been is rotate out. Um, especially with western corn rootworm beetles. We haven't seen the northerns yet. The northerns are the ones that can um, carry over beans over a year and then come back to us. Ours, Our problem is westerns, right? So rotating out will alleviate so many problems out there. Um, if you have to grow corn, um, if you're feeding cattle, you have to grow corn, you know, um, talk to one of us at River Valley. We can work through a program, um, you know, of, of putting insecticide out there and controlling controlling it multiple ways but yeah so you're not we're not out anything um we got options still work through them yeah we're absolutely. excited about this technology i did get to see a little bit of that when our interns did some special little project following alongside of it and oh my gosh it was great to see it so it, it's great to know those kind of things awesome but knowing that yeah sit down with the account manager make sure you have the plan that's going to be critical this year if anything else going into the next crop season absolutely so, super with that um we're hoping to we'll be back again. We're on the roll, right, Travis? That's right. Here we go. Chugga chugga choo choo. But <laughs> all right. So with that, um everybody, we appreciate y'all listening in and hopefully until next time. Keep, keep your, your boots, boots on, on the, the ground. ground.